Hello and welcome to another edition of Unstuck with Hypnopunk. I'm Hypnopunk. Thank you for listening to another episode. This is our milestone episode so far. This is episode number 10. So thank you for all of your beautiful feedback. Keep giving us feedback and um, give me ideas for shows that you'd like to hear. Um, Today's episode is entitled, What is Hypnosis? Now, some of you are listening to this because you know about hypnosis. You're a hypnotherapist. You're listening to me. Some people are curious about hypnosis. Some people are listening to this because it's a transformational podcast that isn't just about hypnosis. It's about change, transformation in general. But today is my specialty. Today is the specialty of, indeed, hypnosis. So what is hypnosis? There's a lot of definitions of hypnosis out there, okay? Um, And I always say to my clients that I used to spend the first 45 minutes of the very first session with a new client explaining what hypnosis was and explaining what hypnosis wasn't. And quite frankly, after about 45 minutes, their eyes started to glaze over like a glazed donut. And I don't know if that's because they were hypnotized or if that was because they were just bored. I still got results, but I wasn't quite sure. So now um, I like to just kind of explain what hypnosis is to my clients in one sentence. And then I go into uh, practical applications. Basically, we just simply go into hypnotic phenomenon from there. And um, how I explain what hypnosis is is something that um, I I got from Jason Lynette actually and um, it's very very simple what is hypnosis well hypnosis is simple one sentence automatic response in spite of conscious awareness automatic response in spite of conscious awareness automatic response in spite of conscious awareness well what does that mean well it means something quite simple that something is happening automatically something is happening automatically to you to the person to the person that's being hypnotized now they're aware that something's happening i.e if i'm doing magnetic fingers if you've ever seen me do that or another hypnotist where somebody will have their hands out in front of them they'll separate their fingers about a centimeter or an inch apart and uh, the hypnotist will give the uh, the client or the person who wants to participate in hypnosis um, and in a suggestion that their fingers will come together like two powerful magnets and the fingers come together now the person who's being hypnotized if you will they're aware of what's going on because their eyes are opening they are looking at the gap between their fingers yet something seemingly is happening automatically yes on one hand they're totally aware because their eyes are open they're not in a weird out-of-body experience, a weird out-of-body state, if you will. They're aware of something going on, yet something is seemingly happening involuntarily to their body, to their mind. So that's the best description uh, and most unpretentious description I ever found of hypnosis that in my model of the world makes sense. And in, in, in most people, it's just a sense of involuntariness that, yes, I'm aware, yet this, my arm is raising all by itself. Yes, I'm aware that this guy is talking to me, yet my problem that was just an eight is now a one. Yes, I'm aware that um, these hypnotists said, feel this, and suddenly now I'm falling backwards or to the side. Yes, I'm aware that something's going on, yet I'm seemingly not in control. Now, control is a whole nother uh, podcast topic probably we're going to have to cover at some point in the future in the illusion of control. But um, 
hypnosis automatic response in spite of conscious awareness automatic things and if you go back to the old days and old definitions of hypnosis uh, one that was bounded around for many many years still is now was uh, i believe it was uh, accredited to dave elman and he, he who said that hypnosis is the bypassing of the critical factor which means that you've got this logical part of your mind in this metaphor that's responsible for facts it's responsible for figures it's responsible for logic but as i tell my clients if you could logic your way out of this problem you wouldn't have called me would you yeah all of our emotions all of our problems all of our involuntariness all the control of our body the endocrine system if you will blood flow and the like is located in the unconscious mind some people think or like to call that the subconscious mind i use unconscious it's all the same thing in my model of hypnosis and in my model of the world with people so basically we're bypassing that critical factor where yeah on one hand you're trying to take this all in because you're like well if i remember everything the hypnotist is saying um to make it to make logical sense inside my head so i can fit it in the box I can fit it in a box inside my head that's marked hypnosis because everything that we come in contact with in this world every concept that is outside of us we've got a concept of what it is inside of us so oftentimes when people have a problem grasping the concept of hypnosis or in any form of communication they listen but they're not listening to listen they're not actually listening to hear they're actually listening to do one or two things they listen to either say oh what that person says makes complete logical sense with my model of the world i believe them or to accept something or they listen to reject an idea oh that what that person's saying doesn't make logical sense to me um so i am just going to reject it because it's different from what i already believe and as i tell my clients when they come into my office come in and listen to me like you're going to listen to good music stole that one from uh, Jürgen Rasmussen listen to me like you listen to good music now when you listen to good music when you listen to your favorite good music you're not listening to make that music right you're not listening to make that music wrong you're not there to analyze the music well that chord was a bit wrong that pitch was a bit high that note was a bit short no you listen to it and you kind of just let it flow on you like a wave you listen to good music you just let it flow on you you're not looking to analyze it you're not looking to make it wrong to make it right you just let it bathe on you and that's how i ask my clients to listen to me when they first come in through the door to listen to me uh, when it comes to hypnosis don't listen to it to put it in a box or not put it in a box just listen to it and absorb it like it's a rhythm and that helps uh, many, many clients interact with this thing called hypnosis. Also, how would I how would I define hypnosis? Well, it's a sense of uh, hypnosis for me is a sense of being rather than doing. Now, when you're aware that you're just doing something, oftentimes that brings in your conscious mind. You're very aware that you're doing it, and you might be doing it a bit consciously. Whereas for me, hypnosis is being. An example of this would be, I'll take uh, an athlete, for example, like Tiger Woods. I'm sure you're all aware of Tiger Woods, potentially the greatest golfer of all time. I don't play golf. I don't watch golf. However, this is a good story. Now, Tiger Woods, I think from the young age of about seven, seven or eight, he started to play golf. Um, his dad um, pushed him into it, if you will. And uh, Tiger Woods' dad, actually, on a side note, uh, hired a 
a caddy for Tiger Woods as he started to progress and get better and better. And his caddy was actually a trained hypnotist. And his caddy stayed with him for many, many years, all through the time that Tiger Woods became a sensation. And funny as it as it may seem, coincidentally as it may seem, um, when Tiger Woods um, got rid, fired his caddy of about 20 or 30 years, I think, around about that time. It's in his autobiography, so you can check this. That's when he started to have all the uh, weird problems with his wife and the sex problems and uh, being stopped by the police and those weird crazy mug shots that you saw around about the same time which is an interesting side story but take this tiger would spent many many years consciously practicing the skill of golf still does consciously practicing it over and over again drilling shots over and over again in his mind in a physical world consciously doing it until the point when it was the pga golf tournament or insert whatever the big golfing tournament is out there when it was game day when there were multiple millions of dollars uh, on the line in sponsorship money in prize money and the um, accolades of being the bestest golf player in the world at that time at that day when it came to perform he was no longer working consciously because he drilled it over and over again and if he didn't get it by that point and he wasn't going to get it on that day like many athletes will say, they go into that flow state where they've done all the training and then it came, comes time to perform and they perform and they win their tournament. Um, you can use the same metaphor for a um, an actor or a dancer. They practice and they practice and they practice like a ballerina until they get out on the big show night. And if they're thinking, if they're inside their head trying to consciously, consciously do all the stuff they practice, they get inside their own head and there's a disconnect with the audience and you can feel it. There's a disconnect with their unconscious, if you will, and they don't perform so high. But they trust their unconscious mind because they've drawn it so many times. Their unconscious mind just takes over like that and they go into a flow state where they're not thinking. They're not doing. They're simply being. They are the thing that they've practiced over and over again in that moment, however long that moment lasts to complete that tournament, to win that prize or that performance in that flow state where you're not a second in the future, not a minute in the past. You're right there and you're right present and you're performing at that high level. That's another form of hypnosis that I like to say. And most of us have experienced this in some form or fashion. Some of us might be professional athletes, professional dancers, actors, performers. Yet sometimes you might have just been walking. You might have just been walking. It's a beautiful day outside. And just in that moment, you're feeling your feet touch the sidewalk from my North American friends or the pavement from my European friends. And you just feel it and you feel every step and you're just there in the moment. And you're just so free and your mind is so clear. Another example of mindfulness, another example of hypnosis and that flow state, if you will. Now, Everyone can be hypnotised who wants to be hypnotised. Or hypnotised multiple times a day. If you've ever daydreamed in your life, you've been hypnotised. If you've ever been caught up in a book, you've been reading a book, and then suddenly you look at your watch and it what feels like a couple of minutes. You look at your watch, look at your clock, and yet yeah, a couple of hours has gone by and you couldn't believe it. Or you've been so engulfed in a movie that you look at your watch when the movie's ended and you're like... Oh shit, two hours has gone by? It seemed like it was just 10 minutes. It's another form of hypnosis, actually time distortion in hypnosis. We do it all of the time. Another form of hypnosis, what we call highway hypnosis. Have you ever, have you ever been driving home from work to home and then uh, one day um, you move home? 
and you've been making the same drive for 10 or so years and then even though you live somewhere else now automatically you get in your car from work and you drive to your old home thinking that was your old home you forgot you weren't doing it consciously and you arrive at your old home you're like oh shit i don't live here anymore but what happens in that 10 20 30 minute journey you were just driving automatically you were aware on some level that you were driving yet it was happening involuntarily it's another form of hypnosis for me hypnosis is about letting go it's about letting go because only three things need to be present for you to be hypnotized and you're being hypnotized involuntarily passively each day every time that you um, go past that um, billboard that advertises that thing that you don't need and it gets into your mind over and over again as a form of hypnosis or you stay up late and you watch those uh, late night infomercials like I do if I stay at a hotel somewhere and it's a massive form of hypnosis where at three o'clock in the morning you're like well actually I think it's a good idea to purchase one of those Gensu knives that cut through a boot now I've never needed to cut through a boot with a knife but at three o'clock in the morning sometimes that just seems like a, a cool idea we're all being hypnotized multiple times a day my job as a hypnotist is to help you to better hypnotize yourself is to help you to choose your trances so your trances don't choose you example of this is someone is really really angry all the time or most of the time or someone is really really depressed and sad all the time they're hypnotized you're hypnotized you think when you're very very sad for a long period of time or when you're really really angry that's not your normal state that's an altered state an altered state by its very definition is a form of hypnosis something else is going on it's not who you are it's just something that you're doing in that particular moment a blip you might not be doing it consciously with volition hence it's a form of hypnosis everyone can be hypnotized because you hypnotize every single day anytime you're in a loop of thought an obsessive compulsive thought that goes over and over again inside your head it's a form of hypnosis yet you don't think you have any control of it and I'm here to tell you right now you're right and on another level you're not right but we'll get into that in the control podcast when we eventually do that for me hypnosis is about letting go for me hypnosis is about simply letting go whereas when i get a lot of people into my office all my metaphors point back to them letting go not just mentally but physically because in hypnosis you do not need to try to do anything you don't need to try to picture something try to bring up that feeling try to hear that so no you don't need to try and do anything you just simply do it it's the new normal it's an automatic response. It's taking one automatic response of whenever John looks at me this way, I get angry. It's taking that automatic response and changing it into every time John looks at me, I feel neutral or I feel loved, whatever it may be. It's about changing the automatic response that you normally have into a new automatic response. And the thing with hypnosis or any kind of change work, any quality trying, trying any quality type of change work is this we have a neurological pathway a way of doing something example is the smoker they smoke they get stressed they smoke it's that time at work they got a 10 minute extra break they smoke they're happy they smoke they've just had amazing sex they smoke they've just finished dinner they smoke they've just had a glass of wine or beer or whiskey and then they smoke. It's automatically linked to it. There is a neuro neurological pathway. I get this trigger, I do this thing. There's only one path. 
What we help to do in hypnosis, one of my main job is, is to help to set up a new neurological pathway. So we interrupt the old neurological pathway and think about a neurological pathway as a road. If you've only got one road to travel down when you're angry, when you're sad, when you're craving a cigarette, more food, crack, heroin, love. If you've only got one road, you're always going to travel down that one road. However, what we do in hypnosis is we help to set up a new neurological pathway in the sessions in the work together. So you now have another path, another road to travel down. And we've got two ways of learning. First way we learn is by practical skills in a waking state every day, i.e. Tiger Woods, uh, hit the ball uh, this length uh, with this kind of stroke, if that's the right terminology, for golf. Drill, drill, drill over and over again. And we do learn at a practical level. However, unconsciously, when we sleep at night and we have good, high-quality sleep, our brain, our unconscious mind, if you will, will take account of what happened that day. And like a, a, a join-up-the-dots game that you used to play as a kid, it joins up the dots of your day. And that's how it makes a new neurological pathway. And the more you go down the new neurological pathway, the new normal, the new behavior, that old road, that old pathway gets shut down. Because if there's a road that no one travels down anymore, over time, what happens to it? It gets derelict. It gets shut down. It returns to how it was. It gets overgrown by grass, by moss, by trees. And after a while, that road just ceases to be a road anymore. It goes back to how it was naturally. Because you've got this new neurological pathway that when you see this or when this trigger comes in, you now respond in a different way. Because you see, as we sleep, they've done tests before on songbirds. And when a songbird, a baby songbird, is around the master songbird in the daytime, in a waking state, it sings. And they've made these little um, neurological devices to put on songbirds heads so they can actually monitor the brainwave activity and when a songbird sings there's a certain part of their brain that goes off they call it a learning part of the brain the interesting thing is this though when the songbird sleeps the same part of the brain that's responsible for learning is getting triggered off so yes you do need to learn stuff in a waking state but also in a sleeping state high quality sleep the unconscious mind is working to join up those dots equally both are important to be hypnotized, we're already hypnotized, but to be very successful in hypnosis, we just need three things. You need to want to be there. You need to want to be hypnotized. Um, you need to want it for yourself. You're not being pressured by someone else to quit smoking, to lose weight, to let go of your anger, your depression, your sadness, your trauma, your PTSD. You want to let go of it for yourself. And yeah, other people might benefit from it. And number three, you can follow simple instructions, meaning if I say close your eyes, you're not there staring at me like a freaking lunatic. If I say uncross your legs, you're not like, why, 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 why are you asking me to uncross my legs? No, you just uncross your legs. You can follow simple instructions. As long as you can do that, you can be hypnotized and you can make profound changes in your life. So to summarize today's podcast, what is hypnosis? It's an automatic response in spite of conscious awareness. You're going into hypnosis multiple times a day when you're reading a good book, when you're daydreaming, highway hypnosis, when you're watching a good movie. Old school definition would be um, bypassing the critical factor, bypassing your conscious mind, the analytical mind, and going straight into that involuntary mind, that unconscious mind. It's about being rather than doing and simply letting go of any concepts. That's my definition of hypnosis. That's how I explain hypnosis to my clients. 
and show them many, many practical applications of it that before they're actually even into, as I do air quotes right now, formal hypnosis, involuntary movements are happening with their body and their problems seem to be disappearing. Thank you for listening to podcast number 10, What is Hypnosis? Um, And we've got a a wonderful thing that's happening actually this month. And this month what's happening is if you go over to iTunes and you give me a five-star review, email me and I will call you and I will Skype you and I will give you a free 30-minute power session with me where we'll talk about an issue that you're currently uh, you're being affected by, at effect, if you will, in your life and some practical, tangible things you can do to overcome that problem, to be free of it, using hypnosis and other transformation techniques. It's free. It's free to you. And all you need to do is go over to iTunes, give me a five-star review, and then message me. Let me know who you are. Let me know that you did it. And then we'll get together over Skype or over telephone and we'll do that 30 minute power session to really get you back where you need to be help to unblock you from some of those areas in life and and put you on the right path to have more success in your life I've been Luke Michael Howard aka Hypnopunk this has been Unstuck Transformation with Edge episode number 10 stay tuned for more always believe